Good evening from Germany. This is Eric Meskel with EMS Now, sitting in a hotel room with Dita Weiss of Informa. Uh, we are on the second to last day of our three-week jaunt through the EMS industry in Europe. Today we were in Germany. We met with two EMS companies, um, and we wanted to spend some time introducing both of them to the audience. This morning, we started out at uh, Prettel Electronics in Radeberg, which is outside Dresden. We spent the night in Dresden last night. Um, and uh, there we had the pleasure of meeting with Karsten Ellermeyer, who is the CEO of Prettel Electronics, and also Gerhard Aust, who is the CEO of Prettel Lübeck. Um, why don't we just start by, Dita, put in context who Prattl is and kind of their position in the, uh, in the EMS market in Germany. Well, Prattl belongs to the uh, big EMS companies in Germany, um, and um, they have two facilities uh, in Germany, and then they have, in addition, a facility in Hungary. And... Uh, Despite that, there are some some smaller business in uh, Lithuania and in Berlin uh, where they do some research and uh, related business. Okay. Yeah, and they are a uh, family-owned business, have been since 1953. Uh, they're in their third generation of family leadership there. Actually, this year is their 70-year anniversary as well, so it's it's a monumental year there. I like their tagline, too, which is Electronics for a Better Life. Uh, they had that on the wall when we came through, and we talked about that in many ways, how that applies uh, in the products that they make and what they bring to market. And I think some of that's reflected in the, the sectors they choose to, to, to specialize in, uh, which are medical, uh, energy, and industrial they do some stuff in auto, but not that much. And then, you know, some other lesser business in, in smart home, aerospace, you know, and that type of thing. So it is, uh, but a very, and then we took the tour of that facility there, which is, uh, was impressive. Yes. Well, in actual fact, we didn't see it all uh, right. because uh, it is simply so big. You enter the premises and you think, wow. Is that an electronics manufacturer or a real estate company? Uh, because there are so many buildings over there. Um, and uh, uh, we, just due to uh, our problem with, with timing, yeah. we just walked uh, one production hall, but they had several production halls, uh, including uh, a huge stores, uh, which probably has the same problems as most uh, EMS companies we saw uh, over the last three years as well, too much inventory. So um, that was a very interesting tour. And uh, I would like to mention, uh, well, first of all, we, we saw uh, several, uh, and I have to admit I didn't count them. I think it was five SMT lines in the one hall we were but uh, probably in the uh, second hall there must be another uh, five. Then they have three in Lübeck. They have, uh, um, I think, um, uh, three as well in Hungary. And uh, so it's re really big. But I would like to mention uh, one thing which we saw and which was developed at Prattl together with a supplier, 
which is called uh, Schlauer Klaus. Schlauer Explain Klaus. The, the, what that means. Yes, Schlauer Klaus is a translation is smart Klaus. Yeah. Uh, and it is a special system uh, developed uh, after manual assembly uh, of boards uh, with uh, components in the majority yeah. THC components uh, that uh, the system makes a picture of the uh, finished uh, of the board before soldering and compares it to a, a, a picture in, in the storage uh, that is uh, cr uh, assembled correctly. So it's just a, 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 a some, some, in some way it's an AOI uh, system you could, could say, but uh, um, it works very effective and uh, we saw in the one hall we were we saw five of these systems yes. running, yeah, and they do have uh, as well uh, some uh, 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 or several uh, solder waves, yeah, yep. uh, where they put uh, those uh, PCBs over the solder wave, and when we asked, they mentioned as well that they have still have some. Um, tin lead uh, boards for specific applications. I think it was in the majority for railway applications. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was an interesting system, you know, the way, and, and you could not proceed, um, or the, the, the operator uh, person could not proceed with the manual insertion of those until each one was scanned. And I liked it because it didn't wait till the end of the board and then looked at it and said, ah, there's a mistake. It was each step of it had to be kind of passed before you could move to the next step and uh, with cameras from above. And, the, it guide, and then at the end, it, everything's good. It puts a big happy face on the screen. You move it along and uh, go yes. to the next one. Yes, and Karsten mentions that uh, they had uh, developed that together with the uh, supplier Optimum, mm -hmm. uh, who, by the way, is a corporation partner of Informa. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, when I looked at the uh, solder frames, uh, they were using, uh, those were solder frames of company Rusnik uh, uh, in the west of Cologne, uh, which is another uh, yeah. supporter of uh, the informal works. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Well, I know you like the sponsors of your work. Of course oh, you yes. do. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple other comments about them, too. The... Um, you know, what I liked was, you know, we had the discussion, as we have with many EMS on the trip, about startups and the role that those play and, you know, the risk associated with that and how you do that. And, you know, listen, at some point in time, everybody was a startup, right? Apple was a startup at some point, right? It's really being able to, 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 to minimize the risk and be able to, to vet the technology. And I like that, that Predel kind of chooses two a year to support right and uh, and to move forward and we saw an example of, of one of those today or no both of them actually they, they, they pointed out to us but I like that, that that they you know they kind of vet and and choose to that they're going to because at the beginning phases a lot of that is kind of an investment on their part as well it's not like it's uh, you know they work with the uh, w with whoever they select the startups to help uh, uh, you know w develop this product that hopefully, will become something significant. Yes, and um, we know from previous discussions as well uh, that working with startups, uh, you can have failed, yeah. uh, and uh, every fail costs a lot of money. So yeah. whether you're a small EMS or a big EMS, uh, it hurts. Yeah. 
you know, I would also say um, the discussion we had with uh, with the two gentlemen there was uh, very candid about, and you know, we won't share a lot of that because of, it was kind of opinions shared. But I really appreciated and, and kind of respected their 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 view and deep understanding of the industry, of the issues that's impacting it. And uh, he had strong opinions about uh, how some of those would play out. Um, you know, we talked about different regions within the industry. So we went beyond just talking about their own facility uh, and operations and talked more globally about the industry within Europe, the challenges, the opportunities. And I thought that was very good. Yes, uh, we had a, a very detailed and long discussion about the situation in Europe. Uh, as well from the political side yeah. uh, because at the moment we uh, are actively involved in uh, talking with the politicians in Brussels uh, which is headed by IPC uh, over here in Europe with the support of IPC in the United States mm -hmm. uh, and in, we did have a meeting in Brussels last Friday and Carsten was very keen to, to learn uh, what the outcome of uh, this meeting was and uh, I later on called uh, some people who had attended this meeting mm -hmm. and uh, we can say now that uh, the first uh, dis discussions were very positive and they will now form working groups to uh, more uh, special uh, details this and uh, um, uh, define uh, the problems yeah. in detail. So uh, that's a very good thing, and that is uh, headed by RPC. Yeah, and I, you know, it, and I appreciated that because it was also uh, the discussion of some of the challenges. The intent there is to raise to to the EU and to the government to try to gain support, whether it be legislative or financial, I guess even. But to get something to, to help the EMS industry beyond just the CHIPS Act, and this happened in the United States as well, where it began with the CHIPS Act, now we have acts that are uh, being supported or you know, uh, considered to, to help support the PCB industry within the United States as well. But over here it also talks about labor and, and you know, the cost of labor within and, uh, and the benefits and what the governments might be able to do to, to, to help the industry to be more competitive. Yes, and uh, what uh, we discussed as well with Carsten uh, in specific was uh, the situation that within the European Union we have countries, for example uh, Hungary, uh, where uh, companies get much higher subsidies in regards to investing into new uh, technologies uh, compared to Germany. And, uh, uh, by having this uh, inequality, uh, uh, you're driving the industry out of Germany. And uh, it's a, a fair and a straightforward question. Uh, why does that have to be? Yeah. Yeah? What is uh, our uh, uh, German uh, Minister of Economy doing uh, in regards to prevent that? Or does he want to, to drive the industry out of Germany? Yeah. It, well, hopefully that's not the case, but I mean the point there being that they need a stronger supply chain within Germany to, to, to support the industry and and this could even help more business coming back to Germany because you know OEMs look at the supply chain within Germany within Europe and say uh, you know how robust is that if I were to move my manufacturing from somewhere out east and bring it back 
kind of to the west there, uh, is the supply chain robust enough to 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 support the business? Um, if if not, you know, there's concern. Uh, yes, and you mentioned that one uh, point is uh, the PCB, uh, where we need uh, a stronger support for the European PCB industry. Uh, but in addition, uh, and that was pointed out last week at the EMS Forum in Munich uh, by IPC, is uh, the outsourcing uh, of uh, semiconductor assembly and test, uh, shortcut OZAT, mm-hmm. um, which... Uh, uh, where well, we have no uh, real capacity over here in Europe. And what does it help us if we uh, get a lot of funding to uh, build up uh, additional capacity on the semiconductor side? If then we cannot assemble the chips and have to send them to Taiwan to, to get them assembled, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's exactly the challenge and in, in the initiative that's going on in the United States. Is, is, is increasing awareness, educating politicians about how this actually works uh, and uh, hopefully convince them to support the industry locally so it can be stronger, you know, grow and, uh, uh, you know, be, be a good contributor to the local economies. So um, anyway, we went a bit of down a rabbit hole there, but I think it's a worthwhile one because it's an important topic going on. And this isn't the first time we've heard about this or discussed this on our trip in the last few weeks. So I think it's, it's definitely worth mentioning. To wrap up on, uh, on Plato, then, I would just say uh, very impressive capabilities, um, uh, doing seemingly really good work. We saw a variety of the different types of products that they're developing. Uh, we saw some things where they have, have gotten some business that was being done elsewhere that they were able to help kind of redesign and fix some problems and, and take over uh, manufacturing on some things, uh, as well as the development, like I said before, with some startups of some new technology. So overall, I think excellent company. Yes, definitely. I can agree. And we made it on time out uh, to get to our second visit for uh, today. Yeah, and the second one then was just a small little drive across the country of a couple hours. We visited Krüger and Goth. Goethe. Krüger and Goethe. And in the town of? Stassfurt. Exactly right. And uh, <laughs> they are a, uh, an EMS with two facilities, the one in Germany. Now, we should say, too, that today was they were celebrating the 25-year anniversary. Exactly. Uh, uh, Bernd Kruger, Kruger and uh, one of his former partners uh, took over this company uh, 25 years ago. And build it up to really something you don't have to hide. It's yeah. uh, um, uh, even so, it is uh, uh, headed over three uh, stories, yeah. which is uh, 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 from the process flow always difficult yeah. to to optimize. Uh, um, and it is fully packed. Uh, it's got four SMT lines and. Um, this company again, and we have had that uh, this week a lot, uh, is uh, as well a strong player in the automotive industry. And uh, a lot of those products they manufacture for the automotive industry, uh, they had the sub-assembly done uh, in um, 
an automated way, because mm -hmm. uh, yes. uh, uh, that is, is a more efficient way uh, yeah. to do it. And that's definitely more high volume than is what they're doing, uh, high volume uh, manufacturing runs. And, uh, and to your point too, it is in that, that, that I guess, four level, but a uh, kind of building. Uh, so you have different functions on different you know, levels within the building. But they really seem to optimize the, the space that they have and, uh, uh, you know, where the lines are and, and, and how it's laid out. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and we should say for the audience, we toured it while it was, uh, we shouldn't say shut down. There was, a, there was a celebration going on and no employees were there. We knew that. But when we got to the, to the, to the anniversary celebration that we were, you know, we, grateful to be able to attend. Uh, we were taken over by the production uh, manager, uh, Marco Areta, who's the production manager, drove us over you know, to the facility and gave us a private tour when nobody was there. So we didn't see it kind of operating, but we yeah. still got a good sense of it. Yeah, they had been operating until 2.30 yeah. that day, and then they uh, told every uh, all employees to, to go home uh, 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 get fresh and then uh, come over to uh, Schloss Neugattersleben, mm -hmm. where the headquarter of the majority shareholder uh, today mm -hmm. uh, is located. And that was a nice uh, old castle yeah. uh, where they had prepared uh, uh, a lot of food and drinks. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was really a good party uh, going on. They had had a reception for the customers in the morning, which unfortunately, due to the fact uh, that we had a tight schedule, we missed that right. and we only arrived at three o'clock, so we couldn't see the uh, production running, but still we got a good impression and I uh, have been at that company before, so I knew uh, how it looks when it is uh, in operation. Yeah? Yeah. And they have done uh, uh, substantial uh, extensions yeah. over the last two years uh, was a extension on the building, but we saw a couple of uh, new machinery as well over there. Okay. Yeah, you had mentioned that, and also we should mention that they do have that China solution, and it's not a large operation. And as I understand it, it was created on at the request of one of their customers. Yes, they have a, a good customer uh, in over here in Germany, and this customer is doing business in China as well. And he uh, didn't want to uh, export the products to China, but he wanted to uh, get them processed on what we call local for local mm -hmm. uh, business. And uh, it's a not a big operation. It's uh, 18 employees, if I count it right. Uh, but it's doing good business over yeah. there. Yeah. So it's a good uh, addition to the business. Yeah, no, that was nice. And they actually had some of the, we could see them in the crowd today, some of the people from the China facility were in town for the celebration today too. And, you know, it's not, it, it's getting later here, but hopefully that, that party continues there tonight at this hour. They look like everybody is getting, although they do have to work tomorrow. So Oh, yeah. yes, they do have to work tomorrow because uh, at the moment, uh, uh, in the majority, they are working uh, three shifts uh, and 15 to 17 uh, shifts uh, on a voluntary uh, basis. 
per week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it tells you everything uh, what the workload is. Yeah. Um, in addition, uh, we should not forget to mention they have IRIS certification. That's right. That is something, uh, uh, and uh, to add that as well, uh, when we were at uh, Prattel in the morning, yes. they had uh, IRIS certification as well, which is a special uh, certification which you uh, uh, need to have or you should have when you are uh, involved in train technology uh, for the various uh, train companies. Right. Now, I think, uh, you know, it was a good day. It was, it was a long day, and we're both getting a little tired here at the end of three weeks. But I thought, you know, starting off with Pledel, it was, it was good. We were able to have dinner last night with, uh, with Carson and... Uh, uh, and Gat, uh, to be you know, to, and we began our discussions last night. Then we were able to do the facility tour today, drive what two and a half hours or so uh, to where uh, we were. Then afterwards, we continued on, and I'll just say, you know, uh, tomorrow we uh, we mark the end of our tour with a final EMS visit in the morning. Yes, and by then uh, I haven't counted the miles God. we have done then, yeah. but I can tell you. Uh, by then, we will have slept in 14 different hotels. Yeah. Uh, we will have uh, touched nine different countries. We will have seen uh, 20 different EMS companies. Uh, and what Spoken else? Spoken to even more. Attended two uh, industry events. Oh, yes. Attended two industry events. Yeah. We were in, on both events, I had to give a presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, so that wears as well. Yeah. And I have to say, yes, uh, I'm really looking forward for the weekend. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other thing I should say within that, too, is during that time, too, all the numbers that you're doing, um, we've consumed absolutely no beers. So I think that that's... Uh, Oh That's yes, it, it, well. it, it helps that we are not drinking any alcohol, yeah, uh, and yeah. that we are so disciplined uh, yeah. on. Yes. Especially you, Eric. I see you drinking water all day long. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you set a fine example for me, Dita. So you inspire me to be a better person. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we might change that over the weekend. Yeah, there we go. Right. <laughs> we'll both. Yeah, we will end this tomorrow. Uh, we'll do one last podcast from here. There will certainly yes. be some summaries coming out from us uh, over the weeks ahead. Give us a yeah. little time to kind of, frankly, get some rest and uh, kind of think about it. You know, we've been so, we were talking about that in the car. There's so much in each meeting adds just a whole nother layer of information and insight. And yeah, so it's, un it's unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, for example, uh, I get got the feelings that we have... Uh, seen so many uh, uh, manufacturing uh, on the automotive side. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, right? Uh, because uh, especially in Austria, as well, but yeah. as well in Hungary Slovenia. and in Slovenia. Uh, and uh, if you look at that on a European base, uh, the automotive industry uh, still has uh, a 20 percent uh, market share, which is strong. Within the EMS. Yeah, which is, yeah, and uh, which is uh, varying in the different countries. For example, in Scandinavia, uh, it is less. Yeah. But, uh, for example, in Austria, it's nearly 30%. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, uh, um, and uh, what we are calculating at the moment, that this uh, market share of the automotive uh, will see a strong growth over the uh, next years yeah. uh, as well and uh, 
we gave market predictions for the various market segments uh, on the EMS forum as well. And we're probably going to uh, talk uh, a lot of those uh, subjects more in detail mm -hmm. over the weeks to come in uh, maybe in a couple of video interviews uh, yeah. together. Yeah, no, we do need to process this a little more and actually think about it. So, so that's it for now. Uh, Want to say uh, again, thank you to the to the three EMS Now's three sponsors who uh, who allow us to come out and do this and report on the uh, on the industry here. That is uh, CalcuQuote, the quoting software. We have Micronic, who does the full suite of, uh, of SMT line equipment, and of course, there's Trusted Parts, which is part of the ECIA, which is a website for uh, for uh, component searches. So. Uh, give them all a consideration, and uh, that's it for now. We will do one final podcast tomorrow uh, from the Frankfurt Airport, and then, uh, as Dita indicated, we'll report out over the next few weeks as well. So thank you for your continued support. Take care.